Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Hey there, welcome to the seventh episode of the sixth season of the Yellow Pill. If you haven't guessed yet, this episode titled Love Under the Skin is about experiences of interracial relationships. So in this episode, we were joined by Dabi and John. Dabi and I have known each other for quite a bit and she's been close friends with Wale from time. Wale also met John through her when they began dating. In this episode, Dabi and John shared how they perceive and negotiate their journey as a couple of different races and cultures. They shared how they came together, their views and experiences as an interracial couple, relationships with family and outside influences, the value of each other's culture and their relationship, whilst documenting a joyful and challenging moment. We were grateful to have both of them on sharing their lovely story with us on this episode. It was such an amazing conversation that I'm sure I'll come back to over and over again. If you haven't already, please subscribe to The Yellow Pill and, you know, share with a friend. Uh, don't keep it to yourself, but enjoy the episode. Catch you at the end of it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This has been probably our most interesting start to a podcast in a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, some of it is our fault, but some of, some of it, I, I'm just loving the, the I interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say any of it's your fault. <laughs> exactly, what I was gonna I say, say that because it's an entertaining personality. Uh, My personality is made for the people. It's Roger entertaining. That. Roger, Roger <laughs> that. Roger that. But yeah, Dabby John, thanks right. for um coming for for this Saturday afternoon. You guys are probably very, very busy. I know that. And also thanks thanks thank Paul as well for being part of the setup, even though it's just their chilling. He's just he's just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so you know where? Hypo. Now, now, you woke him up. It's probably not going to be happy. He said hypo. He'll be back to sleep in five seconds. He's literally back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said hypo, which is like the bleach in Nigeria. Hypo. But go on. So it's sodium hypochlorite. It's in bleach. That's why it's called that. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's true as well. Yeah, See, biochemistry, this bro. This is what happens when you end up with an absolute nerd. But he. person. It's no, but to be fair, you are you're, you're you're in it as well, to be honest. So I think she is. Not, yeah, I think I think I am yeah. a bit, okay. a bit, yeah. a bit. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> when it comes what? to like books and stuff, true, I true, nerd the true, hell true, out. True, 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 true. That yeah. that 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 is true. But well, sorry. All right, people, let's yes. let's 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 get to the roots of today's chat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. As I said before, photo B or somebody interrupted me. I think it was myself, actually. My bad. Um, again, thanks for coming. I think when, when I came for your birthday, Dabi, we spoke briefly about, about the interracial life, right? And we spoke about... I think, I think we're talking about it mostly from perspective of kids. I, I don't know who brought you up. I know it wasn't me, but I know I overheard someone on my left side talking about it, and I joined it. Joined it. Maybe it was Tolu. I'm not sure. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought that was an interesting conversation that I wanted to continue that day but obviously I had to come back home and come back to my life here in Loughborough and I thought you know what why don't we continue that via this podcast because I feel obviously in our world I think when we spoke about this as well I said the world is getting a lot more globalized a lot more more and more people moving to different parts of the world a lot more and more mixtures of cultures across places that you go to so even statistics that I've read as well have shown that interracial and intercultural marriages have been on the rise for the last 
40 years, depending on what country you're talking about, but in most Western countries, 40 years, like US, UK, Canada, etc. So, and obviously I've got a friend here. I've got two friends actually, but a friend I've, I've known Dabi first who, who's Nigerian and John being a white British man, Dabi being Nigerian. I thought, okay, this is actually be an interesting um, conversation to have. And mm-hmm. I think, obviously me being your friend, there's some things that I know that maybe people might not know or you know, everyone else might not know, but I know there's some things that I still may not know as well in terms of just asking the questions, right? Mm-hmm. And when we spoke about this, we spoke about, started talking about the fact that, um, this was over dinner anyway, talking about the fact that kids, kids who are born into interracial families obviously have an identity um, selection, selection thing going on where, you know, some kids will identify as certain culture, whether their mom or their dad, etc. And we spoke about how, you know, the pairing also matters as well when we spoke about that um, over dinner. So I guess, I want to start by asking, I know most people will ask you guys how you guys met. I already know that. Probably talk about that later. But I think, I think, I think I want to start by asking, like, before you moved to the UK, Darby, and John, maybe while you were still doing your BS in biochem, did you guys ever imagine yourselves dating people outside your culture and your race? And was that because, okay, obviously, if you're in Nigeria, it's, I mean, I know you went to, you went to international school at some point. So you probably exposed mm-hmm. people from different cultures as well. But in Nigeria, you probably have limited options of different cultures. But if you're in the UK, that's different, John for John, right? So, but before you, before, maybe let's say when you were in undergrad, did you guys think about, you know, the possibility of dating someone from a different race or culture? So I'm going to let John go first because my answer is going to be a bit more unexpected, I reckon. What, John, gone? Um, I mean, I, I, I went to uni in London, hmm. so it was quite multicultural. Yeah. Um, I don't think I necessarily, like, imagined dating someone that wasn't white, but, like, I didn't not think. Right, right. You know, it wasn't like I was sitting there sort of daydreaming about it. Mm. But um, <laughs> No, but it's a big thing. It actually yeah. is a big yeah. thing. As yeah. a black yeah. woman, there are some white men out there, they literally just want you for like the fetish and yeah. that is it. And it's disgusting. I've been on a <laughs> on a date where the guy asked to touch my skin. Yeah. I was I, like, what's, what's going on? We had a guest on who currently lives in Germany. Um, so Ayotunde, I think she shared a similar experience how, you know, you know, white, particularly German men as well, seem to fetish, you know, fetishize, you oh know, black women, which, yeah. which. White Euro- rich- Europeans. White yeah. European men. Mm, mm. Yeah. The, per- the person that asked to touch my skin, he was Greek. <laughs> almost, I, I think, I almost think that was her similar experience as well. I don't think the person was mm. German, but anyways. The Greeks have that going for them, apparently. But yeah, John, go on. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just, I was pretty much done. I think, mm. really. It was, uh, I don't think, it wasn't like I was sat around going, oh, I'm definitely going to date someone who isn't white. <laughs> mm. But at the same time, it wasn't like, Reverse it was the something idea. I was going yeah. like, never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, you know? cool. Debbie, how about you? So, um, the last boyfriend i had before i moved here or even actually i think we broke up after i moved here Hmm. i'm I'm unclear about that (laughs) i don't remember was not nigerian even though we met in ibadan and everything he was lebanese 
yeah, he was Lebanese, Lebanese Iraqi. Oh wow! Yeah, but like uh, Middle Eastern, basically. Mm. Mm. So oh, yeah, true. I, yeah. So I, ha- <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering why you asked me that. I, know, I, like, I absolutely is- forgot about that. I absolutely forgot. <laughs> yeah, about yeah. That. yeah. So dating someone outside of my culture um, or outside of my race has been a thing for a while for me. And just for clarity's sake, because you t- tend to need to do this, I feel like when you're in an in interracial cop- um, relationship. No, I was not just looking intentionally for people outside of my race. Mm. But I would say I'm quite an open-minded person. Um, open-minded in that, like, I don't necessarily need someone to look like me physically to be attracted to them mm. um so i have dated like even when i was here i had dated someone who was black but not nigerian not west african at all and that one in its own was like you know what i keep saying that is still that was still much more of a culture shock than being with john really <laughs> he was he was so different from me so so he was from angola Ah, oh okay. my god okay okay so different i can so see different. I, I can almost imagine i was <laughs> very is, confused is, is, up north no it's down south it's like down south south, south right. central south yeah but not like south south, south, south. But, yeah, and yeah. then they speak portuguese yeah. which is also like another thing what's going what's going <laughs> on here um yeah mm. so that that's what i would say but mm. i don't think i ever it's funny moving to the uk i never ever for a moment thought oh i'm going to date a british person or i'm going mm. to date a white person because mm. i really cringe when people say things like that it's very like oh why why are you like so going out of your way yeah. sorry when people say what when people i get it quite a lot on instagram when people are like oh i, I want to date a white man like you it literally makes me want to vomit <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, like somebody says, like, I want yeah, to date they're like, oh yeah, I want to date a white man. That's what, like, that's what I want. Because in my head, it's like, but why does that make the same way, If someone said, it's like well, yeah, a random it, white white person comes and they're like, oh, I want to date a to black, black person. person. It's very strange because yeah. that's not a personality. Like, uh-huh. yeah, how, a, that has nothing to do yeah, with, like, yeah. for the most part, the skin color has nothing to do with, like the day-to-day of your relationship mm. so why do you want that quick mm. question Dabby. Yeah. yeah what about what about height mm. uh? <laughs> does, that, does that have anything yeah, to do with you know, you know, you do, no, do you know why do you know why i can say height mm. does a bit more mm-hmm. two things that come to mind one there was this one time you see i'm not even gonna front i went on 100 million uh, uh online dating something dates <laughs> there's i'm for reference people always think i'm short which i still don't understand i'm five foot nine i went on a date with someone he turned up he was five one ha yeah, but it's not his fault we can't do anything it's not his fault but he should have told me <laughs> That kind of thing you don't did hide you ask? because but you didn't ask now. No. I, ha- I like, always have my you... height because I'm a bit tall in the UK for a woman. I always have my yeah. height on. on yeah, my, I, I, I um, can't believe you said that. I can't believe that kind of thing. You yeah. don't hide it. I mean, how do how do you say? By the way, <laughs> by the way, I'm not tall. Yeah. How do you say that? Well, some of the apps ask you, know, you to. You know no. that. 
Exactly. Exactly. And you know that you're going to meet someone who is 5'9". Like, as much as we want to pretend like all these things aren't mm -hmm. a thing, there are certain things that you know culturally, societally would probably matter. In the same way that skin colour doesn't really affect the day-to-day, how does height affect the day-to-day? Yeah. When I take a picture with you and there's an angle at which... there is an yeah, angle at which someone can it. take the picture. You won't even be in the same picture as me. <laughs> no, no. I think, I, I think, I, I think what John is trying to say is that if somebody on Instagram, someone, someone said, "Oh, I want to date a white man," mm-hmm. right? How is that different from somebody saying, "I want somebody who is six foot two? Well, or someone one, saying, "I don't want, I don't one, want anybody below five nine. The visual compatibility, um, because I don't personally, I don't see myself bending down to kiss anyone. I, that's just me that's just me that's no, the thing if, if, fair, if it was like 5'9 5'7 do you get what I'm saying if it was slightly but 5'1 I have friends that are 5'2 5'3 I make fun of them all the time like obviously just banter because when we take pictures I have to bend so if that's my man and I'm bending and then also I feel like um, what's it called not biologically but like what's the thing um no like for evolution 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 like aren't we like back in the day in the like hunter gatherer you're looking for the small men would have been eaten by the lion because the lion would think that's a child maybe they'd be good at hiding from the lion and gathering all the berries you know exactly like they have some things going for them as well yeah anyways wait Um, Let's bring this back on track. Um, <laughs> okay, so from, from, from what I'm hearing, obviously, like John, you already said, um, you know, you weren't adverse to the idea, but it's not something you were dating about. And Dabi, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you've had experiences, you know, dating people that are not from your culture. I think, Wale, just so we can answer as well, I think for me, um, I don't know, I think being exposed to a lot of like contents from different places in the world and also going to an international school as well, um, Again, it wasn't something that I would say no to. Like, I and there's people that go around and they, they're like, well, I can't date someone that isn't from where I am. I don't think I was that person. I think I was almost more seeking someone that was a bit more diverse than I was. Um, and I had a, cr- a crush on a lot of, like, white girls, to be honest, On I guess on TV in that sense. But, yeah, I wouldn't say um, I was adverse to the idea. So I think I, same experience with John is what I would say. Wally, how about you? I really don't know. I mean, I've been here for quite a while now. And... My no, but growing is, up. Oh, growing, growing up. up yeah. Right. Oh, growing, wow. Are you not the one that asked the question? Yeah, I say, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you say, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, growing up, growing up, I I never thought about it, to be honest. I think, like, John, I never daydreamed about it. Hmm. The movies I saw never interpreted anything in my head. And also, also because I think I never even thought I would move into the UK at any point as well Mm. so Mm. and i didn't go to international school Um, my life was pretty much everyone was like me pretty Mm. much right so there was no point where i thought about the possibility if i ever pictured a wife when i was 15 or 12 or 18 or 21 it was always a nigerian woman because that's just all i was around Mm. the only times that pretty much thought began to change or or become become possibility was obviously when I moved here. Mm. Right. So before mm. then, I was pretty much a product of my environment as as they often say. You know? Interesting. But how did you both meet anyway? I think I know the story, but just for Toby doesn't know the story. 
I kind of know the story too, but because I think she shared um, during that series. But anyways, for our audience that don't know the story. <laughs> we we met on li- online. We met on an app called OkCupid. Hmm. So that actually works. Um, yeah, it does. It does. It actually Damn. does. And the thing is, I know a lot of people it works for, but mm. it's, it's very much a volume situation. It is what very much uh, like Need at least... Haystack. You uh, have to go on a lot of dates. Mm. You have to go. You can't. You can't. Like when when people ask me, this is first of all, I hate giving relationship advice. That I, honestly, for the from the, I hate it because <laughs> I don't know about your life and I don't want you to tell me about your life. So <laughs> go away. Um, <laughs> but when people come to me and uh, tell me like, oh, date online dating doesn't work, blah blah blah, and then they talk about, oh, I went on like four dates. I'm thinking, you don't even, I actually don't want to quantify or think about how many dates I must have gone on, Mm-mm. like, mm. over the, like, year or two before we met. Like, at some mm. point, it was just, for me, something to do on, like, every time I'd want to do something new, and I'd want to, like, not do it with friends, or I didn't even have that many friends, because I just moved. I just pick a random guy that I was talking to. It's like, fine, let's do this. It's it's a public place, anyways. Um, I know it wasn't mm-hmm. always a like they would pay situation because sometimes I'd mm. pay, sometimes they'd offer whatever. Um, but mm. yeah, it was it's just thinking about it like that. And I think people really go into online dating like I'm looking for a husband, I'm looking for a mm. wife. I I think you'll get very frustrated very quickly mm. if you mm. do that. So John, 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 after the first date, what was your impression about Dabi? <laughs> Why are you? I think a... <laughs> no, because the first date was bad. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't well, bad, but I was drunk. I was. Oh, wow! Drunk. I just okay. she had a, she had one espresso martini, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. Like, oops. <laughs> yeah, she just didn't stop talking for about four hours. I was very. Oh wow! Oh wow! And, and I was. I thought he would never call me back again because I I got home I was like oh I messed up I messed up <laughs> I messed up <laughs> because that's the issue though because I wasn't taking it seriously I was just doing what just doing anything. I was like I don't care interesting wait John did you go on as many dates as as well like what was sort of like that volume situation for you I mean I think it was kind of similar you do have to go on a lot over mm. a decent period of time, time yeah to like mm. actually find someone that's worth yeah continue being in a relationship with, with like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and was that always the intention like were you on the app to sort of like you know find someone to date or was it more of a building friendship sort of thing because everybody has like different purposes <laughs> i guess right anyone okay. who says they're on a dating app to find friendships is lying I, thank I, you I, very much thank you <laughs> this guy says no, that like this guy toby true. says that toby says that, say like, that but what they mean is that i'm on here for find friendships because you're not good looking enough for me to date is what they mean oh you're thank not attracted you. to me or i'm not attracted to you yeah uh, amen to that because amen. if there was an attraction you wouldn't be friends yeah you'd be much more than friends Toby, well, there you go. Because I've been saying mm. that thing for time, and then he's been Let me that wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, me- let's not. This, this is I, not about like, you, bro. I know, I, so. I know. I, I just want to throw some. No, no. You guys have had your piece. I just need to drop something in there. So, like, is the like, is there a duration thing? Like, you know, is it that you're on the app to date like immediately, or you're open to the idea of dating, but it's not like your primary concern or going concern? I don't know if that question makes sense. So, why are you on the app then? No, no, no. 
calm down. I'm not saying the so, end goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying the I, end. I would, yeah. Yeah. Go on, Dabby. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say that for me, just for context of time, I was on dating websites in Nigeria as well. I was on, I was on Tinder like back in the day. Back in the day in Lagos, <laughs> the I, I was, I've been, I've been there. Yeah. Um, and I have met, I did meet a few people along the line that I'd like dated for a short period of time, mm. longer period of time and whatever. Um, so I would say an extended period of time, but I just feel like there's something about online dating. Once you start putting like a, oh, if I don't meet someone within a month, that's it. That pressure just doesn't help things. And mm. like, it's literally, pe- I think people like to think of that whole idea of like, oh, but if it was like meeting people in person, it would be so much more different. In reality, meeting people in person, you have absolutely no way of figuring out who you're going to meet, if you're going to like them, if they're going to be absolutely crazy or not. Mm. Like there's, there's no way to quantify or measure it. So it's the exact same. It's Mm. just that the volume of people you get to meet is a bit more concentrated, but it doesn't mean the quality is better. Mm. I I guess maybe depending on the app though, because there are some apps out there these days that are are like, like them that I saw one that was like invite only. And you have to have, they actually like will check your bank balance. I said, wow. That's oh. a that's a strong filter, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> at least at least everybody knows what they're bringing to the they're table. bringing to the table. You, fair for it. You are bringing point. something to the table. <laughs> well, it carry us forward. Sorry, sorry for the sidetrack. Yeah, I've been I've been quite curious about this, um, because I think when you're so, for example, for example, I met this girl in 2018. She's British, mm-hmm. and she's white British, just for clarity. And <laughs> I think. We did it for about three months, thereabout. And I think when I met her, it was more of a, it was, I met her online and mm-hmm. it was more of a thing of, she had been on a number of dates. She said, I mean, this is what she told me afterwards. She met a number of guys that were just dickheads, et cetera. And we, we just started dating, right? And I think that was my first time, like actually being serious with somebody who was not of my own race, right? And I think one thing that I, I, I really learned from her, from, from her as a British person was, was, and I don't know why this is general to all British people, but whenever we spoke, right, once it was like, once she had like family dinner time, like she took those things very seriously. Like, so she'd be like, oh, like I'm having dinner with my family or my mom is coming over. But I think coming from my own background as a Nigerian, it's just like, okay, so... <laughs> You know, mm. like I'm, I'm having done my mom. Okay, so I can do whatever I want to do. But for her, it was more of a, so she was very, very family oriented, right? And and I never actually noticed that about any girl I'd ever met before, right? Not in the sense of she wanted a family. That's not what I mean. But I mean like she cherished those times. So when she's with her family, when she's with me, you know, there are separate things that she would, she would pretty much be present in, right? So I guess. When I look back, look back at that relationship, I always think that's one thing that I actually valued from, from learning about, um, about um, her culture. So I guess, what have you guys learned about each other that you found, like, as a Nigerian, like, mm, this is interesting, or as a British, like, mm, this is interesting. You know, and let me start with John on this one. What have you, what have you 
learned about Dabi's um, culture or race that you've actually valued and you've seen that has changed your perspective on your own self? That's a very big question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know, it's, it might be easier for, it, it might not be as easy for him to respond to because we don't spend as much time mm. around my family. That's a good point. Actually. And we we're in, we're in like, like in your country, yeah. around your family quite a lot, but you no, can but think back to that's like interesting when point. you were in Nigeria. So. You, you raised though, but see, that's the thing. So I'm trying to ask question from the lens of being with you particularly, because even with this girl I met, and I was never with her family as well, but I think it was just the things that she did mm. that, she, that mm. she found, you know, that she took like seriously. Like relationships. Yeah, that the things that she exhibited, things she said that I thought, okay, this is interesting. Some things that she did, I, I wasn't a fan of, right? But, but some things did, I, I, I absolutely loved, right? And maybe you can start the question and you can start by answering. What, what is it about John that you valued, that made you value, you know? The culture. John's the, culture. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to lie. You see what you just said? That is like one of like the biggest things for me. Oh, Their really? family dynamics are so different. Mm-hmm. Like they're so, so different. And like I'm almost in awe of when you see. And I, again, I think this is slightly dependent on the individual. But mm. John with his family is like, I'm thinking, is this an advert? <laughs> is this an advert yeah. like this is so the the it's the family dynamic is very different um and it's something i like obviously different doesn't mean better than ours mm. um but it's definitely the elements of it that i remember seeing and like you know the moment you see the way someone re- interacts with their family and their family interacts with them and Immediately I saw it, I was like, I want my children to have this. I don't even, like, in, at this point, I don't even know mm. if it's from this person. Do you have an but example? I like this so much. Just being really comfortable around family. Like, when people talk about in-laws and stuff and they're just, like, frustrated about, like, in-laws, mm. I can't relate. I'm very mm. sorry, I cannot relate. John's parents' house is one of my favorite places in this country maybe on the planet it's it's so peaceful and i'm so comfortable around them and like we went right before um covid we went on holiday together with john's parents um for new year's to spain one of the best holidays Mm. of my life with my in-laws like how how ridiculous is that like it's not something you think of (laughs) but it's just because it's very difficult to explain but the family dynamic of like they're his parents but they treat him like an adult and he treats them like it's an adult relationship and you're both talking like you can ask them for advice and they will give you advice as a fellow adult not Oh, based on, you know, I have more knowledge than you or what I see that happens you, a lot with us. Yeah. If you ask, if you mistakenly ask for advice and you don't now take that advice. You have to take problem. it. You have to take it. You have to ask for it. You have to take it. Exactly. And it's almost like respect. It's almost, yeah, mm. I would say John's parents 
respect him. Like it's mm. it's crazy to me that like John's mom will call him for advice on things. I'm like, mm. my mom is not calling me for advice. Mm. Like my mom, my mom loves me to bits and would probably die for me, but she's not. It's a very different dynamic. I really, a, really appreciate mm. that dynamic um, culturally. Mm. And I think mm. for us, there's something about once the relationship between two people is parent and child, you are always treated as the child. Mm. A friend of mine, forever, a friend mm. of mine who is like in her late 30s was talking about how like when she's in the midst of family and there are all these people who are like 50s and 60s and stuff, they still refer to her and her siblings who are all in their 30s as like omodeniwo. Uh, um, and Omode means child in Yoruba. Or, and you're thinking, these people have children. These people are married. These people have big, big mortgages. Some of them have finished paying off their mortgage. How mm. are they a child? Like, there's clearly mm. something a bit odd about... And it's it's almost a bit um, reductive. Mm. Mm. And I don't like that. Um, so that is something I've seen kind of in their culture. Yeah. John, and, does that surprise you? Yeah. Um, hearing that, I don't think so because we've kind of talked about this before. Yeah, it's not we, like we talk about. We talk about. No, no, it doesn't. It's not like it doesn't surprise me because, like, obviously, we're amazing. Um, <laughs> but more like um, we have talked a bit about this before, and through some of the stuff that Dabby's done on her YouTube channel and Instagram and that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's come up before. Yeah. But, but the first times are sort of like maybe she pointed it out that you know the family dynamic that you have with your parents is very different from what she experienced like was that like did you like growing up with your parents did you think everybody else had that relationship or is it something that was very specific to your family you know so what you think about it i think i thought i think growing up i pretty much thought everyone had a similar relationship like i know i knew um people that were in like single parent families and mm the difficulties that could cause. But I think the <clears throat> the difference in the lot of like dynamic and the relationships and the sort of I think hierarchicalness mm. right, yeah. of what Dabby describes as her like family relationships. I think that was quite different to me. And it is a very different sort of frame of viewing it or way of looking at it, a different point of view that makes it like it does sort of frame the way you look at certain things happening and certain yeah. events and things to make it make mm. you can take different things from them yeah and you know one one thing that that um i think our relationship <coughs> now and seeing john's kind of parents relationship one thing that always makes me laugh now is when people talk about the whole the man is the head of the house um things like the man is mm. the head of the house um as a woman you have to be submissive blah 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 now I realize that do you know what you can have a very highly functional family without necessarily the man is the head of the house, the somebody is the head of the house. You know what? You're both actually grown adults and you've both created a family. I don't think there needs to the, the idea that like somebody's the head and somebody's the neck is ridiculous. You actually don't need that. Uh, you actually don't need that. You're actually just both grown individuals and so like in a healthy is that, relationship. Is that based on John's family or you and John's relationship? I think both. A bit of both. 
Um, because I, for a part of me always thought like, oh, I like like the whole like alpha male. I like like a man that's going to lead and like tell me what to do when I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, actually not really because you can have a perfectly functional, happy relationship without somebody essentially making all your decisions for you. Mm. Mm, yeah i i do think that's one thing that um i guess our culture has taken a bit too far um particularly when i think they've definitely weaponized one part of like scripture and everything to kind of like push that narrative of of head and tail and then you know men tend to abuse that that thing but i think definitely you know the the original form and intent of that kind of thing is obviously like delineation of some kind of responsibilities and all of those things but you're right that you don't the format which is sort of like pushed across, particularly from our culture growing up as Nigerians, is definitely not needed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more detrimental mm-hmm. than anything because sometimes when, particularly if now the man is then irresponsible, it's like, you know, you're, you're bringing this irresponsible person and putting this um, authority on them that they've not earned. I think that's mm-hmm. probably... And I think it's unfair as well to the mm-hmm. man, to be honest. That's, to that's to one that thing burden. I've... Like, mm-hmm. it's, too, it's actually too much because imagine if like and like for example i don't know if it's this month or last month that was like men's world men's health month mental health month and stuff Mm. and i think that is oh yeah november yeah that is one of the things that like puts so much pressure on men because Mm. they're raised in like certain societies like ours to think the success or failure of this whole family or anybody in this family is directly related related to your responsibility as a human being, mm. your responsibility as a man, the va- your validity as a man in general. Did you both ever have the conversation of, or maybe from you, Dabi, of, you know, asking John, you know, was there ever a point where you asked him, is there a reason why you want to be with me as a black woman? Did I ever come up? Or it it never did. So like my point there is, did your identity as a black woman ever trump your 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 thoughts about John's motives over your personality? I wouldn't say so, to be honest. I wouldn't say so because I think being in an interracial relationship is very much not. I don't know if this is the right word, but not a monolith. I think people just huh? think what does that like. Mean? interracial relationships like are just it's not like the similar same. there's just yeah. this is just the same all oh, right across mono. the board how do you spell that and like, mono what mono Monolith. l-i-t-h all oh, oh, right okay my bad sorry yeah. continue yeah um <laughs> um but i think people assume that one of the worst things you can do like i just think in life is go into an interracial relationship with someone who doesn't understand any part of the other culture or someone mm. who assumes they know everything about the other culture like it it doesn't work it does not work the second you're with someone who either wants to change you or decides they already know you and isn't actually learning it it will ruin you like it will actually really really ruin you mm. it will ruin you and it will ruin the kids you're going to have because the kid, yeah, it's just interracial relationships can go very, very, very horrible. Like even minus 
physical you know how like with a lot of normal relationships like the worst thing you can think of is like physical what's it called physical abuse or anything which i'm not reducing that at all but i Mm. think especially as a black person or a minority who is in a majorly white country if you're then in a relationship which is almost like at home with someone who doesn't Mm. understand you as a human being and your culture and like the things that the puzzle that makes you you cultural puzzle it will mess with your mind in a way you won't even understand at Mm. all Mm. because it has so much to do with like your identity who you what you think is right and wrong what you think is acceptable what you look like like there's so much because like you have a society that's already very warped warped about that so if you 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 come home and that's the case then that's a problem so Mm. i would say because i went into a relationship with john in particular knowing that he is very educated about black issues he even at work at the time he was a minority most of the people he was working with were black women Mm. stuff like that so it wasn't me teaching him like Mm. i I personally would not go into a relationship with an inter with someone who is not of my race where i have to teach them Mm. i i I think it works for some people i'm not about that life Mm. that's that's too hard having to explain who i am john did did you ever worry at any point that w may not understand you as your culture as a british white man at any point or may not may not be able to tap into that side of your life um i think well you know white people are the sort of very dominant culture Mm. uh, especially in like media and stuff and so i think if you you've been around a lot of that sort of western media which most people in the world have now there's not that many surprises left (laughs) in terms of like white culture like it's all out there so I I don't think but I think I mean it is and I did worry I think a bit about us maybe not understanding each other you know coming from different points of view and stuff I think we've been very good at yeah Yeah. just having the conversation and explaining Hmm. they were looking at the dog right now for anyone who's wondering why sorry there's an insect on him there's a bug on him there's a bug on him that i'm trying to kill and is not dying (laughs) fight live to fight another day did he go out he does he does like getting dirty yeah yeah we went out Uh, we we, we we took him out when he was when we went out to take her photos ah okay okay um but but while while they're doing that i think um i was going to mention the fact that i know we're talking about like interracial couples and i guess the tendencies to think of it actually well race is different so nigerian and Ghanaians like obviously are the same race in that sense but i think there's also like a bit there for me in the sense that you know being in Ghana for the last three years, I think we spoke about this in one of the episodes. May, 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 you don't like Ghana women. That's just you don't know that now already. <laughs> not, it's not. No, Damn, you problematic. Wait, yeah, no, no. So the way you put it just now, I'm joking. Exactly, I'm joking. Exactly. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think for me, you know, what it boils down to, what, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes it's less about like the person's race and things like that. That's important, but sometimes it's like the individual's personality as well, um, and what they've been exposed to. I think my general thing is that. Um, what I found myself drawn to was not just Nigerian women in particular, but I get a certain kind of people that 
were exposed to like more things than their local culture. I think that's mm. something that was kind of like attractive to me. So it, mm. I, I think generally I would find it, I'll struggle to deal with or be with someone that sort of like thinks very locally about anything, right? So it's everything I'm familiar with, like this is what I've grown up with and that's only what I know. I think that's what I generally have a problem. Um, yeah. like that's, that's what I can relate with. And the reason I'm making this point here, or will it, yeah, let me just finish. Like the reason I'm making the point yeah. here is is that I think, you know, even in interracial relationships as well, that I think for me, that's probably what would be important or, you know, compared to, you know, the person's color and things like that. I think it's also that. that no, view. that's a very good point. And that's why I raised my hand yeah. because um, I think the research has shown that openness as a, as a big five char- characteristic trait mm. is a more attractive trait um, when men possess it. Mm. Right. And men in certain societies, particularly societies where are more liberal. Mm. In that in that sense, and I and I think I think that, that and that is what you're saying because if somebody's open, right? You're open, obviously, very broad personality trait, but it applies to so many things, mm. right? And obviously, it also applies to how somebody you meet thinks about. So if you're 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 Nigerian, you're in Ghana, you definitely like somebody who may be just open to learning new things and mm. not just fixed mm-hmm. fixed mindset on a certain thing they've grown up with right and someone who doesn't want to unlearn anything at all and i Mm. think just looking Mm. looking for that it then correlates with certain people who then not mind dating dating out of their cultures Mm. because you're naturally also open naturally willing to learn and that means Mm. that you don't you're you're not fixed on what you've been what you've grown up to see think or hear or read Mm. right Mm. but you're more looking at the individual that is in front of you who is um present so i think yeah so that's why that's why i was rich man like that's a very good point yeah yeah absolutely for you guys i, I can relate to that as well let's talk about <laughs> let, let's talk about outside influences right what has what has been the let's say i won't say the most because because that's that's a bit extreme but how has it been like in terms of reactions to you guys getting engaged or even even your dating phase so for example um no let me, let me give examples you just tell just just tell us like What's been like maybe the most surprising reactions you've gotten or like the, uh, but, but outside, I mean, friends, families, strangers, colleagues, um, whatever it is, right? So have you had people like maybe ask you, oh, like, how come you're dating somebody? And not just ask you out of curiosity, ask you out of concern, like a <laughs> concern. God bless you. That's the word. Like, what's the other Like fam. Well, I haven't from anyone I know, um, but I think Mm. also anyone that has spent all of 30 seconds with me will know I'm not really the kind of person you want to come up and be saying that kind of stupid thing to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the type, but I will say online, I Mm. do get a lot of like weird, I got, well, I get a lot of like interracially interracial hatred kind of thing so if Mm. you if you've been following me online for a while probably anyone who's been following me for a while probably would notice i show john a lot less like significantly less and that is very much intentional because that's something i'm just not ready for i I don't need anyone's opinion about Mm. because for whatever reason when people meet People who don't know you, I would say. People who don't know you, who don't know the specifics of, like, 
your relationship or anything see people who are in interracial relationship they just think oh as a black person oh it's self-hate that i don't understand that that like mindset i don't get it and then once they think that they then think it's okay to say very rude things like I'm pretty sure I've gotten a few comments where people are just like, oh yeah, I was looking at your page and then I went down and saw you're dating or in a relationship with someone who is white, typical. It's very obvious. You look like the type and things like that. I'm just thinking, does that even make sense? What like what is the type, mate? (laughs) What is the type? This is what I want to know. Um, but the one thing that I is is not was not surprising to me that happened quite a lot is people talking about kids. Mm. Your kids are going to be beautiful. Your kids are going yeah. to be fine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mixed race babies are always Exactly. Can I just use this opportunity to say? I mean, say, I mean, okay, okay. Wait, wait, can I just say, use this opportunity you both are, to say that you both, you both, you both are good-looking human beings? So yeah. But, so in in some of them's defense, I get it. But again, I'm just I I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I it's you're saying. just I'm going to use opportunity to say it's inappropriate to say that. Like <laughs> if if you've ever thought about you see two people in, who are of a different race and you think their child is going to be beautiful for whatever reason, the fact you've even thought that just swallow it. Keep it in your mind. Nobody needs to know. Like yeah. it's just very inappropriate. Like. Why are you objectifying my unborn children? Why? Why? It makes me feel so uncomfortable. And it is part of the, like, kind of one of the things that you see people who are light-skinned or people who are um, Mm. mixed-race struggle with quite a lot because these are the things they've been hearing since... Their parents have literally been hearing it since before they existed. Do you get Mm. what I'm saying? Mm. That, like, Mm. oh, you're fine. Oh, you're, like... I, that's why I really, really, really do not like it. It's not appropriate at all for you to just go around telling people, oh, your child's going to be beautiful. Why don't you think our child is going to be smart? How about that? We're both very smart people. Wow. Why have you not... Shut up, John. Why, <laughs> 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 why have you not assumed that? Um, and also, I'm, I'd, I'd say that there's this whole space online for interracial couples like mm-hmm, you know there's 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 a, there's a whole like interracial couple instagram interracial couple youtube that is right, one okay. yeah. space online i have absolutely no interest in being no thank you just <laughs> no thank you it's very weird it's yeah. very very weird because it also encourages people to like idolize that relationship I just yeah they are they are more like um script accounts yeah yeah very scripted playing an an archetype exactly I I think as well it's like the whole point is that you're supposed to like it's about more than just race but then when you do that what you're doing is you're just boiling it down to hey look we've got different skin color and we're in a relationship yeah Yeah. and like that's the only thing yeah so a lot of that and that whole like i don't know if you guys have ever seen the statistics i feel like wale will pro- i don't know if wale was the one who told me about this at first but it's definitely something i've seen quite a lot that apparently in a relationship with a black person and a white person in a lot more situations the black where the woman is black and the man is white the relationships yeah, yeah 
tend to last much longer. Longer. Yeah, Yeah. and are much more healthy and stuff. But when it's the flip case, where Mm. it's a black man and a white woman, that tends to be a lot more of like... Yeah, yeah. Th- uh, that it tends not to last as long, and mm. also I think there's something about like the kids not having issues with that identity. But mm. I did see this yeah. whole video about the fact that it's because it shouldn't be the case, but women tend to be the primary caretaker, and yeah. when you're a black woman, when you have a child, even if they're mixed race, in your head that's a black child, and you're mm. treating them. And raising them based on your own experiences, and mm. nobody needs to be told that. Like, um, and but also, white fathers are more likely to be aware of their kids' position Please. in society as a mixed race kid, opposed to. So they're more likely to instill that in the kid. Whereas for a white mom, according to the research I read, mm. for a white mom, she's more naive. Maybe not naive only, but more, much more less aware. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No, she's aware, but what's the word when you're aware, but but you don't want to believe it? Ignorant. No, no, no. Like she knows, but like, but like, but, but like you don't accept it. Denial. Uh, denial. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. About about that. So that's also yeah. um um another reason why you know yeah. that's that pairing mm. also matters. It's mm. a it's a it's a very strange thing because even in pairing as well, there's also the <laughs> the 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 earning potential because. In society, Western society, any potential the black woman. Well, I need to review this data. This was I'm, this was talking about a decade ago. But, black women but, do earn less than white women less, and white men. Right. That's that's yeah. That's so, still valid. So <laughs> yeah. So so when it comes to the pairing, right? A black man can earn more, so it's more attractive for a white woman, mm. right? And a black woman for for them, they're working with beauty standards. And, and, and according to Western beauty standards, they are bottom of the ladder, right? So that's why you have for, for, the, for the interracial pairing, you have more white man to Asian women for the pairing, which is, which is most common in Western societies. And, 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 and so because of this, um, this historical, um, historical categorization of, of gender and race into this uh, yeah. appearance Black slash, slash any potential mm. pretty much yeah yeah mm. but yeah. but let me not let's not stray too much yeah. um into that abyss yeah. so john do you have it if somebody says like you know you being married to a nigerian woman is a sign that you're removed from your british culture what like how would you react to that if someone someone says that because if someone says like you know you're 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 you've left your 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 British culture, you know, and because you've, you've gotten married to a Nigerian woman, I'd say what's what's British culture? <laughs> right? British yeah. culture is formed through. Actually, maybe he's gotten Wait, even be... closer because colonialism. Just saying. Well, yeah, but you look through the history of Britain as an empire, and how yeah. much British culture is based on what has been absorbed and brought to Britain mm. from other countries, and you know. It, you know, in the Victorian era, everyone was told to come to Britain and and mm. like make make the motherland stronger and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, and so I think it's it's just a misunderstanding of what British culture is. Mm. Like, you don't have to exclude other stuff. Like, it's not 
it's not to the point of exclusion, it's inclusive. Mm. And it's about acceptance and and being who you are. Mm. Mm. Do you guys ever get like uh, people like, uh, I don't know, like, so like restaurants and stuff, like people, people come up to you or like, I mean, you live in London, so that's probably rare, given London is a very diverse <laughs> place. Point. But actually, be, have you had any, have you perceived any advantages? Weird question, but I think it's a valid question equally. Advantages, subtle advantages. So let's say, for example, you, you, know, you know how you're in Nigeria, right? You might be like with five of your friends. And you guys might be eating outside, sorry, eating in the restaurant. And then one man just come and pay for your bill, mm-hmm. right? Randomly, mm-hmm. right? Because Nigerian men are like that, wild sometimes. Yep. And and then maybe you go out the next day, and then the waiter then thinks, oh, because a man is not with you, you can't, you can't, um, you can't pay for this bill, something like that. That culture we have that in Nigeria because mm-hmm. of uh, our sexism, whatever. But in the flip side here, have you ever had that kind of dynamic with John? Maybe when you're outside, like, or maybe maybe even with you, John, have you ever had the dynamic when you're outside? Maybe like, there's, there's different reaction from from a service. So, yeah, I think in... John is a white man. I don't have any, like, this isn't even like jokes. The fact is, I don't have any advantage I'm bringing to the table, like, hmm. societally. Like, people are I think as well, like, thinking... I'm an it's it's so standard in mm. the bit of London we live in. Oh yeah, like in South London, oh, like God, interracial yeah. relationships are just incredibly common, <laughs> right? Shockingly like, common. It's I the water. Like half the kids, Maybe it's the, the water. Kids <laughs> teach at school are mixed race. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh wow, interesting. Well, it's, it's definitely yeah. not. It's definitely not actually fifty percent. But like, there's a there's, load there's of them. A lot. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think when we went to. Where was it? Winchester. I went to Winchester for a weekend. Oh there was a lot gosh. more like um, staring. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, but I mean, I would still say the people that were like serving us and stuff yeah, were still, still fine. But it was just the old white people. <laughs> it's always a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, more googly's, googly yeah. eyed. I would say though that I think. I can't think of any that come to mind in, like specifically at the moment but i know that there have been like situations where it's not glaringly obvious but john and i are together and i'm i I feel like i've gotten a bit better treatment that i would get if you're if i was Mm. alone or with a black man you think of any examples i can't think of one like off the top of my head right now did you like that no (laughs) of course not of course not because why would my value as a human being increase based yeah. on my proximity to a white man mm. I, mm. I don't mm. want that like mm. my value as a human being should be am I a piece of shit then treat me like a piece of shit mm. am I a stellar person treat me like a stellar person or just treat human beings with respect equal mm. respect especially when you don't know them um, mm. so no but as you said in Nigeria when we went to Nigeria wow mm. that's mm. one of yeah. the reasons why i cannot move back to nigeria i absolutely there's no <laughs> nothing nothing there's no literally no amount of money you could pay me to move back to nigeria it doesn't exist mm. that money mm. because mm. it's a lie <laughs> it doesn't exist <laughs> no do not no do you know why nigeria is the kind the of place that mon- your money would end up disgracing you 
that's the thing about Nigeria. Because mm. no matter how rich you are mm. in Nigeria, there are certain problems your money can't fix. There are certain situations mm. your money can cannot get you out of. That's just mm. like the fact. So mm. I remember like every time we would have any problem, anything, anything yeah. at all in Nigeria. And like it's already a thing in Nigeria where like you're a woman, you're talking to the waiter, the waiter is talking to the man. The man that's, yeah. that's already a thing. Yeah. With John, that was like 20 times that. Mm. I Did was it, you're not even there. Angry. Like you're I invisible. Was yeah. You're like I was <laughs> yeah. And how you know that it doesn't make sense is we stayed, I'm not even, I'm, you know what, I'm going to expose people today. Intercontinental, in VI, cool I deal. would not recommend it okay. to anybody. Okay. Well, it's I not called that now, is it? Then? No, it's called it's like Lagos, Lagos, Lagos Continental. Continental. That's how you know it's crap, because it's not even part of the IHG Intercontinental Group anymore, technically. Oh, wow. I mean, it still has the word mm. on it. It has the wordings on it, but it doesn't anymore. And how I knew that is because I have like um, mm. an IHG points thing, and I try to get points off there. And then them and lot are like, it. we don't recognize this. Who's this? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> They apparently yeah. used to be a part of it, but they were like taken off because mm. everything in Nigeria was in my name. Every single thing. Because my I'm the one who has a Nigerian bank account. Mm. You know how in Nigeria you need a BVN number? Yeah. So I have a BVN. So everything was in my name money-wise, yeah. if that makes sense. The hotel booking was in my name. Bank everything, my name. Mm. There's no point where there was a problem and anyone faced me. Is him. Nope. There was... One particular instance really that, that got us so frustrated, so frustrated. I was so angry. It was an the issue. I, I won't even go into what the problem was, but it was the issue with like this whole breakfast thing where they didn't want both of us to. They said we paid for the hotel, so that me, for the room, mm. so that means you get breakfast for one person. Apart from mm. the weekends where you get two. Exactly. <laughs> How does that make any sense? And then we got there on the weekend uh, and then they even said they weren't still doing it. Hmm. That that weekend was special and only one of us could still eat. And I'm just <laughs> thinking, you people are actually mad. Because you told us yesterday that that wasn't... It was just like... Yeah. And I remember complaining and there were a few other issues we had. I remember complaining. And I'm obviously in Nigeria. I am in my comfort zone. Hmm. There's no, like, sometimes here, I might not want to shout or I might not want. To. In yeah. Nigeria, I will scream my head off. There's nothing you can do <laughs> because I'm in my land. Um, mm. And I remember wanting to talk to the manager. I spoke to the lady at the reception. First of all, she would not look at me. She literally just refused to look at me. She was just looking at him. And I'm the one talking. Whose name is on the, on the hotel room? My name. Whose bank account is I, is the money coming out of my own? Why are you not looking at me then? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, hmm. And then the, the <laughs> yeah. manager came out and yeah. he just went to stand beside John and was talking John. to John. Yeah. And then I was yeah. still the one talking, you know, and you know me, like, I, it's not like I was quiet. I was talking. Hmm. John was just and looking. And we'd sit down and he'd like ask me what the problem is. And I'd look at Dabby and she'd say it. And I'd look back at him. <laughs> And then he talked to me as if I'd said what David just said. And we said. were sitting, like, th- we were sitting, he that's, was in that's, the that's middle. Mad. He that's was in the middle mad. on a desk. We were sitting yeah. on, like, both sides. Yeah. It was so, yeah, I remember even so when weird. we got there, he offered John a seat. He didn't offer me a seat. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, what the hell's yeah. going on? And I've heard that a lot of times in Nigeria, actually, they, if you, they see you w- with someone who's, 
you're Nigerian, they see you, they assume you're a prostitute. Yeah. They actually yeah. just assume was... you are a prostitute. Is that not madness? Absolutely. Absolutely. See, things like that, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I cannot yeah. deal with that. That's not my portion in Jesus' name. No. Amen. Like, Amen. in your own so, country. I, <laughs> I was actually going to, speaking of Nigeria, I was going to kind of like try to bring that up as well, that um, I guess, you know, did you ever worry about, obviously other people in Nigeria for sure, but, you know, did you worry about, I guess, your family side accepting um, John in that sense? Maybe not your nuclear family. Um, extended family in that sense because people make very funny statements sometimes like I've been in Ghana and I've had yeah yeah I've been in Ghana for three years like I said and you know sometimes I talk to some random person maybe not really family but in and around and they're like don't bring back a Ghanaian girl or something like that it's like and this is even someone like this is Ghana <laughs> women can't get African. a break so, jeez <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to go? no more <laughs> and so um, Talk about it. I mean, oh, go, oh, go oh. First. oh, oh, okay. Not to be fair, I interpreted. <laughs> no, no, <What>? yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, to be fair, to be fair on you, John, I interpreted it as that. Like I actually interpreted it as <laughs> you asked. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> getting chucked out. No. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, go for it. Uh, I don't think I had. I don't think I was worried about anyone sort of accepting it. I would think I was worried that people might. Uh, be ignorant you know mm. and do something mm. without meaning to mm. if you know what i mean mm. but mm. i don't think mm. we've had any issues i think people have been very aware and i think well, as well that one time <laughs> which time around christmas certain somebody who asked me about my passport situation oh yeah <laughs> which was like and we were in like a dinner party christmas party situation oh, yeah. and, and i'm thinking the, um, you know what it was don't say so, a name so there was someone and we, we'd been talking about it and we'd said mm. that dabby had moved here a few years ago mm. and then obviously at that point they didn't know she's british she has a british passport and everything mm. and it was like that little bit of the old uh i was just thinking about my family by the way, I yeah, 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 yeah. That person's not related. That person's not related. John family, yeah. they're no. all they're all very um, lovely people. And that person was like, "Oh, your English is amazing!" Like, which is first of all, <laughs> the, like, yeah. It was like, well, there is a reason for that, and it's not a particularly. Uh, Do you nice want me to explain colonialism for why to you? Nigerians speak English? Um, but 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 you know what? This might sound wrong. I mean, it's Wally saying it, so maybe not to anybody listening. But I think that's not a bad ratio, though. Yeah. Oh no no no! It's been really good. That's like it's been like one yeah. or two, it's and like, it's not been anything. Yeah, that's not like a bad ratio. It's just been that little bit of like yeah. you're a bit ignorant. Yeah. 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 Like, but you guys, like, really ask anybody else in like a dinner party about their passport situation. Yeah, it's like yeah, um, like if, if they were if, if if they were from the US, I don't think you would ask, right? She did. Like, she asked like, oh, she was like, oh, so do you, are you here on a visa then? Oh, mm. yeah. Damn. Yeah. She went in. <laughs> and there were people there. There were oh people my God. there that day. Spotlight. And this person is like much older. No, it is. She it's asked me and I was, I was in shock. She's, uh, she's Pretty Patel's PA. That's what it is. Home office. Uh, Representing. She's just uh, got to make sure. You know, she's gotta whoops. Do I don't know. Whoops. Like I've got the border force on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the person is like, you wouldn't even say like, no offense, but you, you would expect that from someone who is perhaps not as educated. Mm. This person mm. is very, is she not a doctor? You're kind of giving it away if you <laughs> say yes or no to that. 
Sorry. Yeah, nobody yeah, knows yeah. That, yeah. None of these people yeah. know her. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Maybe someone like, knows me will listen to it. No. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You know what? No, no. no. Let's just wait, keep it there. You've said it already. Pass, <laughs> passport <laughs> lady. Yeah. Passport lady. Passport lady. Yeah. Passport man. Who knows? Oh, man. Passport person. Passport person. Passport non-binary person. Uh, yeah, um, but no, but I, I did get a lot of when I first moved here the whole like oh don't bring a white man home mm. but again I'm I'm mm. me and I do think mm. especially in the context of African Nigerian parents there's a lot to do with like similar to kind of racism and all that and I'm not saying it's as bad though mm-hmm. that's not mm. but Mm. Power, power dynamics. Nobody's challenging you on that. Why are you? <laughs> no, ah, ah, she has to clarify. She has to clarify. See, Wale, Wale, Dabi has been in the spotlight, so she, she's telling us from <laughs> fair her, enough. yeah, from her fair enough, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Yeah. I've been in the game for a while. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be misquoted. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, Love but it. power dynamics are like a very big thing that I think as mm. an adult and as I grow in my like critical thinking. In almost every situation, you all, I, I feel like I think about what is the power dynamic here? Why is this person saying something that is wildly inappropriate or has power over someone else for no reason? And that's a big mm. thing in, I think, African households. And what I'm kind of connecting it to is the power dynamic between you and your parents and your family and all that changes a lot based on how much money you earn based on mm. are you asking that person for money is there a situation where you would need to go to that person for money if you're not mm. funding my lifestyle you're a lot less likely to come and be saying oh don't bring this one home okay if i'm bringing home and so what are you going to do now uh, yeah now what do you get what i'm saying mm. and i feel like if mm. you're in a situation where fine because there's a lot of people who are in the uk who their parents are really, really are funding their life. That's just the truth. Mm. There's like if you maybe you're doing your masters or you haven't found like a good job and you you are privileged enough that your parents can be sending you money and all that. They can tell you don't bring this person home, and actually you have to kind of listen. <laughs> Do you like homelessness? Mm. Mm. No, mm. then you listen. Mm. But that is not the mm. case with me. I'm I'm very independent. I've been very independent for a long time it's not something that's new so mm. people don't really talk to me anyhow because mm. but, you're never but to be fair my mom did say to me one time during my master's she said um that because she was asking me about girls and stuff and, and she said oh that um i should not that i should not bring a white girl home she said she said that and i said mm-hmm. why i just asked oh why she goes well i mean i'm not saying that you shouldn't but i'm just worried that if you end up with somebody like that, that who is not Nigerian, that they will not they will not care about me. They won't they won't take care of me. Something like that in that sense, mm. right? Mm. And and my dad is like, guy, whatever you want to do, just do it. Just get your PhD, <laughs> all right? If you want to marry a Chinese woman, <laughs> woman from Australia, <laughs> you do what you want to do. So so that's my uh, that's my dad's degree. vibe. Just get a degree, <laughs> all right, and start life. My mom is on the vibe of of coming back to me or. Or, mm. or grandkids back to me. So she was just thinking in a mm. back to me s- standpoint, right? And mm. obviously, I, I mm. sense that if I was a girl, it, she wouldn't, 
it, it'd probably be different. My, my dad might even say something different. Even, even, even though my dad was even free with me seeing anybody I want to see, if I was a girl, he may not, he may not be that way. He might say something different, mm-hmm. you know, because there's also that mm-hmm. gender mm-hmm. part of our culture in there as well. Because as a guy, you have a different yeah. um, outlook towards towards your folks than 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 girls do. Mm-hmm. But speaking mm-hmm. of, um, let me just ask you guys just one last question. Um, before I move on to before we wrap up. What would you say like has been like the biggest challenges and blessings from interracial union at this point? So let's have challenges first. Think about that. What's, what would say the biggest challenges? And that could be anything as simple as adjusting. It could be something external. It could be something that you think, or oh, if you had known earlier, you would have maybe readjusted way earlier. I'm not even and sure benefits anything. Benefits wise. Are, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, go on, go on, go on, John. I'm not sure if any of the challenges are particularly because it's an interracial relationship. Mm. I think, like, you're mm, always going to have to adjust to each other and you're going to have different, people are going to have different expectations about what what does, you know, how long can you leave dishes before they're washed up or what does a made bed look like or <laughs> what time do we, what time, if we're leaving at 12, I don't know what why time John do we is, act- I don't know why John is shading himself. No, I'm, not, but I'm just saying what if we're leaving at 12 what yeah. time do we actually leave like those African things African time <laughs> yeah oh, dabby time damn it I like hey, how you're I very have, the thing is I do that. have ADHD though and it turns out that it is very much like when you have ADHD your time management is like very yeah. your time your perception of time is extremely warped hmm. so <laughs> yeah, but but it's a moderator. It doesn't mediate the fact that the time management cannot be improved. So I understand that as a starting point, but as a friend, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I wish you guys to see what's not... happening right now. I really wish you could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so I fine. think like you're always you're always going to have challenges in terms mm-hmm. of, especially once you start living together as well where you are very mm-hmm. much inside each other's space all the time. You're always going to have challenges and adjustments as to exactly how people, it's not even in terms of what their behavior is, but how people interpret behavior or actions. Mm. And mm. actually you might do one thing expecting someone to think this, but they think something else. Mm-hmm. And so it takes time to adjust that. But I think it would take that. I think, I don't think it being an interracial relationship Changes has to do with that, or, ha- yeah, or has yeah, an yeah, impact yeah. even particularly yeah. on mm. that. I think it's just the same issues or a relationship of any relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I, th- I think yeah. um, I th- I've just lost my train of thought there. I was gonna say something there, and I just completely well, lost it. we'll all just pretend it was incredibly profound. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go. Mm, mm, and then, mm, okay, wow. so, so, <laughs> so really so, good point. So, <laughs> so how about like the uh, the um, and I guess maybe this was something you said at the start, but how about like the unexpected joys of the fact that you've been together? Um, what are the things that you would and I'll start with you on this one. And what are the things that you would list as your top unexpected joys of the fact that you, that you ended up with John? We've got five minutes on the counter, so you know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. start talking. Well, I I I'll, I'll be. Thinking and talk, talking and thinking for the challenges, I would say mm. nothing that I can think of except social media. I'm a, right, I'm okay. a lot more mm. 
protective of our relationship than I think I would be if we were both of the same race because a lot of people mm. like deflect their perceptions of what an interracial relationship is like which, onto... which, which, which I think is very very wise to be honest yeah that's about social like I, I don't hide well yeah there's that because he is a teacher and like but then also mm. there's a lot of like people give opinions I don't need Mm. which they yeah. would not give if we were if of the were, same race yeah, or, yeah, or the same yeah. culture um so mm. there's that um and, and also and also which they would not give if, if it was in person as well yeah. yes that is also true that is also true um but in terms mm. of advantages mm. i think no no no, not advantages joys. No, that's, Sorry, that's joys, joys, joys 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 i think for me yeah. at least i think i'll give you a bit of time to think yeah um mm. i think the <laughs> Just it gives you more perspective and more viewpoints mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. experiences mm-hmm. Um, than you would if you, you know, the more experiences each person brings to the relationship. So that the could be being interracial. It could just yeah. be yeah. very different life experiences. The more diversity yeah. there is, the better it is for everyone because it's just more interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I definitely uh, agree. Uh, and I think especially as a black woman, like... <sighs> Every day doesn't, I wouldn't say every day feels like a struggle, but I mm. feel like if someone who was not, who was not a black woman in the UK living like everyday life, if we were to like, someone was to take over my body and they were white, they might find it a lot more challenging on a day to day, if that makes sense. Like in terms of, it mm. might not even be like, some days it's like human interaction. Some days it's you questioning yourself because you've had so much fed into you some days it's social media um i would say it's really nice sometimes to have someone who doesn't have that same perspective who's mm. able to like be kind of outside of it objective and I can, yeah yeah a lot yeah. more objective that's the word mm. a lot more objective mm. and i can be like oh john what do you think about this and like one of the biggest things that i would say about our relationship is i think john is really smart it's like i don't even think he is he went to imperial he like has a 2-1 he's, he's smart he's smart smart and whether it's like politically or like culturally and stuff because his experiences are so different from mine i can ask him a lot of things that otherwise like would never ever get the access to um and that as he said, the, just the diversity in our experiences and like... Like how to pronounce orangutan. Shut up, John. <laughs> Shut up, John. Um, Guten. Yeah. Um, it really Was that helps. what you said? Guten. <laughs> <sighs> moving on. Moving, moving swiftly on. Yeah, it really helps. It really helps just having, yeah. having that. And like, I'm not saying everybody needs that in yeah. general. But yeah. it's nice for me to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And I think I think what I've learned from our chat today is that the identity, the racial identity, almost takes a step back when 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 things are happening backstage, in the sense of your actual lives together. Mm. The most important things are actually who you are as human beings, right? Your personality, mm. your interests, and what depending, you like. And, 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 hmm. Depending, depending on who you were before you got into the relationship. Because mm. I think. No, I mean. I mean, for you both. Yes, not, yeah, for yeah. us not, both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for us. Not both. speaking yeah. generally, yeah. for yeah. you it's both. Yeah. You both, yeah, for you both. From what I've learned from. But today. but our dog is black. Paul is black. Just by the way. How is well, your dog I would, black? I would argue that he's mixed race. He's mixed he's, race, uh, like but he's like he's a Nigerian dog. Like he cannot be doing guys, anyhow. Are you guys being serious right now? Yeah. 
Well, technically, he's a quarter French bulldog and three quarters poodle. So, so he is yeah. kind of mixed race, but <laughs> me, my own dog is black. He cannot be doing any. It's true. It's true because the truth is, he's cute and he's a dog. But again, just like being, we have we have, we have less than one minute. Okay, perfect mixed race. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you your time today. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Hey there, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Yellow Pale Podcast. If you liked our show, please support us by giving us a five-star rating and review. And also be sure to share with your friends, siblings, colleagues, and anyone you think might enjoy the episode. Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. We release new episodes every Monday, but don't forget to follow us at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram to stay in touch with us during the week. That's at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram. Once again, thank you for taking the Yellow Pill with us today. I'm your co-host Wally, and right next to me is Toby, and we wish you the very best in the coming week. Till next time, peace and love, people. Peace and love. <laughs>